Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Abigail's Guide. Oh, do I have a topic for y'all today? Mm, patience. Patience. God damn, is this shit hard to practice. And you know, y'all, like, I really got test my limits. Whew. My limits got tested this weekend. Let me tell you, I was waiting for a response from somebody for like three days and I'm trying to return things. And, you know, just I noticed that, you know, the feeling that arose in me when they didn't respond was a lot of frustration. All right. I was angry because when you're trying to give something back to people, you know, like that's their stuff. You're trying to give their things back and them not taking the time to try to get their things back can be quite frustrating. And you can probably hear it in my voice. It is so infuriating. And in my midst of frustration, when you experience frustration, it can be really hard to take time and not respond. You know, even talking about it now, it's it's hard not to immediately react on my initial reaction. Because you want to. When somebody makes you feel a certain way, especially if it's bad, you want to let that person know. You want to remove yourself from that situation. You want to explain, you know, you want to make your voice heard. It can be really hard to practice patience. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the steps that I went through when I was practicing patience with someone. And hopefully you guys can relate or can help you in some way. So the question is, you know, what was the situation I was in? How, like, and how did I move through it? Um, so I already kind of gave you guys some background. <laughs> But basically what happened was I've been trying to return somebody's things to them. You know, I've, I've kind of had them for a while and it's somebody I really don't talk to anymore. So it's already, I already feel uncomfortable, you know, and when you already feel uncomfortable, um, you're already going into a situation shaky. It can be hard to keep a clear, open mind when evaluating a situation. So I was already uncomfortable moving like into the situation. You know, I was already kind of, it was already a step for me to even just reach out. So, you know, but I push past my comfort zone. You know, I reach out and I tell this person like, hey, give me a text or call when you get the chance. I have your things and I would like to know a good time for you. To return them. You know, out of courtesy, I don't want to just show up to the person's door and just leave shit there. Like, that I feel would be rude. But everyone's different. You know, maybe they wouldn't have minded that. But that's what I was trying to figure out. So, a few, like a day or so goes by and still no response. So, I, I shoot a text and I say, hey... Just wanted to let you know I found the rest of your things and I would like to return them to you. When's a good day to do so? Again, no response for a while. 
And now I'm starting to get like kind of upset. I'm pretty frustrated because I have now not only reached out once, but twice. And I was feeling so uncomfortable. I was really out of my level, like my comfort zone. So I was getting defensive. And what had happened was I had noticed tension in my chest and my throat and that them not responding to me was creating an emotional reaction. So what I was able to do, I was at first able to even recognize I was getting this reaction, you know? I feel like that's the very first step is acknowledging that, you know, a situation or in my case, a person not going the way you want it to is creating an emotional reaction out of you. So I took the time and I sat with that feeling. I sat with what that situation was arising for me. And it sounds, this sounds like so smooth and grand, but I can assure you it was I, I, I was gross, okay? I was crying, it was a mess, I was angry. It was, it was just the whole thing, you know? And that's because when you take time, when something brings out an emotion for you, there's usually multiple layers to it. You know, it's never just as easy as, you know, I'm angry because of this. I'm sad because of this. You know, my initial response was anger but underneath that anger there was sadness and well let me take a step back at first i was angry and then i was anxious because they weren't responding and underneath that anxiety there was sadness i was upset not i wasn't upset that they weren't like per se responding i was upset because i even had to be in the situation i was upset that you know, that person isn't in my life anymore. I'm upset that I'm even put in this situation, that I, I have to find a safe time to come by and give you things. Like, it's upsetting. It, it was upsetting. I was sad. And because I was able to take that time and go deeper into my frustration, to go deeper in my anxiety and find the root of it all, you know, I was able to really help myself. I was able to see hey, you know what? Like, I am really upset. I'm sad that I don't talk to this person anymore. I'm sad I'm in this situation. But, you know, that's how things are. Like, that's the route things took. And, you know, the situ I'm in this situation for the best. And, you know, it's time for me to move on. It's time for them to move on. And this is the last step to that. And... Sometimes knowing things can come are coming to an end can be upsetting too, you know? I don't mean to ramble off too much from patience, but just to acknowledge this for a second because I feel everybody comes to this at some point in their life and I think it's important to talk about. You know, acknowledging the end of something. That can bring up a lot of emotions to process. And... It's just important to remember that, yes, something is ending, but at that ending, something is about to begin. 
You know, you're about to go forward. And you have so many directions you can go in. So, and we'll talk about that in another podcast down the road. But, um, kind of go over the steps that I just talked about. So, I had an initial response to the situation or the person. I took a step back, you know. I reflected on how I felt. I assessed. I was able to see how I was feeling, why I was feeling that way, and how to get through those emotions. And the next was my response. So I decided that, hey, I've now called and texted this person over a spam of like two, three days. Now I'm just going to wait. You know, you can't always, you can't control, I say always, you can't control what other people do. You can't control their actions. You can't control their responses to things. You just, everybody's going to do what is the best for them. Okay, everybody's going to do whatever's going to help them the most. And that sounds selfish, but it's not. It's watching out for yourself. You do the same thing, and you're going to do the same thing when you're in a situation. You know, if an ex reaches out to you and was like, hey, I have to give you back your stuff, you know, that's going to bring up a lot of emotions that you need to process. So my plan of action, my response to the situation was just like, I'm just going to wait it out, you know? I'll wait, like, up to a week, and if I don't hear a response, I'll, um... I'll just drop it off, you know? Like, clearly, it won't it won't be too, be too big of a deal. Um, and coming to peace with how you want to respond is huge. Especially if you decide to do what I, I am doing. And that's deciding to wait and see how that person's going to respond. You know, giving that person a chance to... Um, you know, take a step back, pause, reflect, assess, respond, all those good things. Um, and that can be super challenging, you know, that comes with its own little basket of fun. And being at peace with that decision is big because you need to commit to it. Once you decide the best plan of action once you've like taken the proper steps and you've healthily like worked through it and in your clear state of mind you decide an action it can be hard to stick with it because you know when those emotions come back up you know because emotions do come back up it's waves we have to ride the waves as they come yeah you know like once you work through one thing doesn't mean it's never going to come back again so If those emotions do arise again, remembering what you decided to do, remembering how you decided to respond is a big thing. And what I kind of decided to do to help stick with my decision (laughs) is, um, you know, dive into schoolwork, dive into my hobbies, you know, keep your mind busy. There's nothing wrong with busy work as long as you're not doing it to avoid something important important. Ooh, I gotta finish my words. <laughs> you know, if you're doing busy work to avoid, 
you know, a confrontation you don't want to have or a big project you have to do. You know, those are unhealthy coping mechanisms. But because I've decided to wait, you know, it's not bad to keep yourself busy. You know, go hang out. Go do something fun. Treat yourself. Like, damn, Cicely, you always need to treat yourself every once in a while. It's important to take care of yourself. Especially nowadays when we're constantly running and doing stuff, you know, just taking those, you got 24 hours in a day, all right? Like, you know, six to eight of them you're sleeping, the other eight of them you're working. Like, you gotta, you gotta at least take an hour of yourself. That's 1 24th of your day. That is such a small percent. Take that one hour to do something for yourself, you know? But to get back on track of patience, you know, you decide, excuse me, I had a burp. <laughs> you decide who or what you want in your life and you decide how you want your life to go. That's important to remember. Sometimes it can be easy to be swept up in how fast paced your life is, you know, how much crap school's piling on you, how much your friends want to see you, you know, life can be very overwhelming, but you decide, you make the decision at the pace you go at, all right? It can be easy to be swept up in the current, but you can keep swimming, just keep going at your pace, all right? You are in no rush, there is no rush, no rush, you have all the time in the world, all the time in the world, mm. It's hard to remember. It's hard to even grasp, you know? And, um... Sorry, I just kind of had a huge wave <laughs> of emotion hit me. I'm just kind of letting that pass. Times it can be good just to sit with the emotion, you know? Really just let it grow and... Deplenish. Deplete? <laughs> Deplete? <laughs> Deplete as it comes. Mm. Anyway, moving forward. Moving forward with today's podcast. On a lighter note. Patience. You know, some of you could be frustrated with how I'm talking in this podcast, you know? Some of you might not even make it to this point in this podcast. Congratulations if you made it to 14 minutes and 42 seconds. You know, I'm proud of you. You practice patience. You know, in today's society, it's so fast-paced. We want immediate response. We want, we want to know the knowledge now. <laughs> it's my money and I want it now. Um, no, it can be hard to sit through and listen. And it can be hard to be patient and allow things to unfold naturally, you know? So even just listening to this podcast, you're practicing patience whether you know it or not. Patience, patience is literally defined as the act to be able to like, <laughs> I just said literally defined and then I stumbled on my words. It's defined as being able to tolerate delay. That's it. That's all patience is. Delay. It's just put off a little longer than what we would want. Isn't that crazy? When it's put into such simple words, when it has deconstructed to its purest form, 
That's all patience is. You know, just understanding a little delay. There's just a little delay in what you want. That's it. It's not... Patience isn't, you know, understanding that something's never going to happen. You know, it's a no. It's, it's cut off. Do you know what I mean? That's not patience. Patience is understanding. You know, right now I'm not getting what I'm expecting or want or need. But I'll get it. It's going to come to me. And... That was a good one. I feel like that was like at least a six or seven. I could be underrating myself. I don't I don't really care. But there you go. There's a little treat for you guys. Um, but <laughs> understanding that <laughs> patience is just delay. You just experienced a bit of a delay. How do you feel? Do you think you practice patience well? While I was excreting bodily gases? <laughs> You know, I'm getting a little off topic, but I wish we would take words, like let's say burping. Like I just took burping and minimized it to bodily gases. And I think that's so funny. I think we should do that with everything. Okay, I'm not, sorry, I was just like looking at a microwave and thinking of what I would call it. But I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm getting so off topic. Um, but patience... There's, it really boils down to practicing patience. Boils down to four, four easy things, all right? When we can take a big challenge, a big hurdle, and minimize it down to something that's easier to understand, it can be super helpful. So four things, you know, pause. Don't trust your initial, like, your initial reaction can sometimes be extreme or filled with emotion. Take time to step back. And bring more clarity to how you actually feel about the situation. So pausing. Second, reflect. Alright, ask yourself, what emotion is this arising out of me? Why is this situation making me feel this way? And how can I work through this initial reaction before expressing how I feel? So reflect. Uh, three, assess. Alright, how do you assess to move forward? Patience is about our capacity to handle a certain level of troubles and suffering. So knowing how we want to proceed out of that state can be helpful in making you feel better about the situation you're in. You know, so what are some routes you can do after practicing patience? Um, sharing how the situation made you feel, all right? You know, telling somebody, hey, I felt this way, or hey, I didn't like how, yada, yada, yada. I messages, woo, we love those. Uh, maybe waiting to see how a situation plays out. You know, taking the route I did. Um, you know, I feel like that even involves even more patience. You're kind of just going to go through the steps again. But that's okay, you know. You just evaluate what's best. Um, giving a person a chance to explain. Looking for other options or opportunities. There's so many routes you can take after assessing how you feel. And then for your response. How you respond to the situation. Like I said before, you can't always control what people do or how everything in life plays out. But you can control your response to it. That's so important. You decide who or what you want in your life, you know? You decide where you go. You decide the pace. I cannot stress that enough. It's so important. This is your life, alright? Don't forget that when you're practicing, when you decide who you want to practice patience with. 
All right? Like, you don't have to practice patience with everyone. Not everyone is deserving of the patience you give out. Not every situation is deserving of the patience you have to offer. You know, don't let somebody keep, like, for example, don't let somebody keep walking all over you. Don't let somebody keep trashing on you or disrespecting you. You know, you don't need to have that in your life. For example, there's this friend I have, and at work, there's this girl who just constantly attacks her, constantly picking on her, you know? And so far, she's been patient, and she's been taking a step back and evaluating and assessing and reflecting, you know, how this girl actually is, if there's actually a problem, or if this girl's just being rude. And she figured it out, and she figured out that She's not worth her patience, you know? This situation is worth confronting. So knowing that there is such a thing as unhealthy patience is incredibly important. All right, don't, when practicing patience, don't put your mental health at risk. Don't put your physical well-being at risk, okay? Remember, keep yourself the center and the primary goal in getting like, better if that makes sense that didn't make any sense <laughs> what i'm trying to say is make sure you are your focus make sure you are worried about how the situation will benefit you or if a, how a situation won't benefit you keep that in mind when practicing patience is it healthy or unhealthy you know some little uh brain food for y'all getting out of the podcast today Keep y'all thinking, keeping y'all on your toes. It's important to keep that brain active during COVID. What the hell? This just came out of my throat. <laughs> anyway, I gotta stop drinking Coca-Cola, yo. This is making me, like, burp like crazy. It's wild. Anyway, keep on going. Keep on living. Keep doing your thing. Go at your own pace. Ride those waves. You're gonna do good. All right. Pause, reflect, assess, respond. Woo! We love patience. <laughs> Bye, y'all. See you next time.